take two. Hello, hello, <laughs> hello everyone. Hope you are all doing fabulously awesome and amazing. Thank God it's Friday. Who else is saying that today? I know I am. TGIF. Now, I don't normally have a thank God it's Friday attitude, but this week I have. We've had homeschool remote learning kick in and do you know what? I really can't actually complain. It's been pretty good. Although I did get to revisit my maths this morning with my son, which was a whole lot of fun. Good morning, Georgina. Hope you're doing well. Happy Friday. So how's this? Did you know, I don't know if you guys knew this. I am running Visible Live in the, sorry, someone's trying to ring me. Uh, Visible Live, it was supposed to be the national tour happening next month, and I haven't been able to do the tour because, you know, everyone's in lockdown, so we're doing it digitally, like virtually. Check out this little popper. I had this delivered today, the proof of the workbook. Oh my God, I'm so excited. But did you know, I didn't know this, um, just a little tip for you guys later on when you, when you actually have stuff printed, the color, you know, like this actually doesn't look too bad on, on camera here, but this has come out really green where normally it's my really bright yellow. So sometimes the color, hey Lou, Sometimes the color online that you see does not translate with the printing. So just be aware of that. This is why God invented proofs. Make sure you get proofs of anything that you create that you want done because, you know, it doesn't always look the way that it does online. That aside, uh, what I wanted to talk to you about today, no worries, Carmen, no problem at all. Uh, what I wanted to chat with you guys about this morning was this this thing that I had. It, I wrote an article yesterday for a, a very one of my best friends, actually, um, for her. I think I mentioned this last night before I turned my phone off, which was quite an experience. Uh, wrote a blog, and one of the things that I needed to do was oh my gosh, the doorbell's ringing. It's all happening. Hi Jones. Hi Rachel. Great to see you. Uh, one of the things that I found really um, interesting was that she had me go back to where I was five years ago. And, and I was thinking about this this morning in my journaling and just being aware of, of you know, how, how far I've come and, you know, how far you guys are going to be when you look back in five years time and you look back at this time in your lives. But it made me think about when I first started in business and, you know, every everybody was was working at being online from what I saw, right? So going back 10 years ago, I trained to be a style and branding coach and I was doing my marketing online back then. I was getting clients, but a lot of my delivery was in person. And I felt like I was at a severe disadvantage because I live in the middle of freaking nowhere. Nowhere is Rachel, great to see you. Uh, I live in the middle of nowhere. So I felt like I was at a disadvantage because I would get these clients online, they would sign up, but then they'd have to wait for some time before I'd be in their town or in their city in order for me to be able to deliver the, the work. And now they were okay with it, right? Uh, it was the way that it was set up. Like they, they were totally fine with it. But I found like, I found that when I was looking at the other people in my industry, I was like, 
you bitches, you guys get to live in the bloody city or you get to live somewhere so much closer and so much easier for you to go and do the thing. You know, you can do a nighttime thing in Melbourne and do a daytime thing the next day or you could run a weekend workshop. You know, you've got all of this flexibility to be able to do what you like. And I'm like, I've got to organize three children under the age of 10. Uh, I've got to work, get my husband sorted. You know, I've got all of this shit to do just for me to be able to get to Melbourne to deliver, you know, one thing and then come home. And so I felt like I, like the competition, my competitors, the other people in the industry all had this distinct advantage. I felt like they had this distinct advantage over me. And I was concerned about how I was going to stand out from that. I was concerned and worried that they had, uh, that they could implement things faster than me, that they could execute things faster, that they could sign people up faster, that they could do all of this kind of stuff. And that was a really big reason why I looked at ways of being able to deliver what I was doing online. So I, I made that transition. But I guess one of the things that I know that I used to worry about, stress about, was were the, were the other people in my industry or, or the other coaches and mentors that I would look at that I thought had way more knowledge than me, that I thought had way more experience than me. And I would think of things to say, and then next minute, you know, somebody else would go and say almost the exact same thing. I'm like, motherfuckers. I like, but good on them, because that's a really badass and great idea. But I'm like, man, you know, I wish that I just like pulled the, you know, is it pull the ripcord on that and, and implemented that and, and things like that. So I used to get worried about seeing other people um, you know, talking about the stuff that I really wanted to talk about. And for a really long time, I got caught up in that. Uh, and, and it was, it was really interesting, right? I mean, I remember as well putting on my, my first big event in 2013, Carmen, who just commented on here before she was at that event. Uh, it was a big event. It was so much fun, but I was really worried that, it would look or seem the same as other people in my industry. And I and I worked really hard to make sure it was differentiated, even when like the ultimate message is the same. So I want you to think about this. You know, you've got you've probably got similar ideas, similar similar methodologies, perhaps similar ways of helping your people the way that your biggest competitors do. Right? You might have you might have been trained in a particular way of doing graphic design, for instance. You might have been trained in a specific way of personal training. You might be trained in a in a specific way of doing whatever it is that you do, of of writing, of helping, of coaching, of mentoring, of healing, you know, NLP follows a system all of this kind of thing. And you might sit there and go, Well, you know, all of these other people out there are talking about the same stuff that I'm talking about. Why would anybody listen to me? And I think the big thing that I want to remind you today is that you could actually say the exact same thing as somebody else, but that doesn't mean that they're going to hear it because they might not be, you know, they, they might not be your audience, right? So that we get caught up in this idea of competition. We get caught up in this idea of, 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 of the internet is so noisy in the coaching space and the mentoring space. And you know, how the hell am I gonna stand out and be different? There's new books released all the time. How is mine gonna stand out? And the thing that it always comes back to, and I've been saying this for years, you guys, I could train you to do the exact same thing as me, 
in the exact same way as me, sharing the exact same systems, working the same methodology, you and I could have the same as everything, like in, in terms of the way that you help people. But here's the thing, there will be some people who like you more than they like me, right? There'll be some people who like me more than they like you. There'll be people who resonate with you because of your experience, your qualifications, your history, your your tone, your the way that you do things. And there's other people that will be like, oh my God, you know, I love Nicola for the way that she does all of that. So I think we've got to get past this fear of scarcity, this fear of of uh, like almost like imposter syndrome, which is what has been true for me in the past. Where like I'd, I'd get so caught up in, oh, but I don't have as, as much time in this industry doing this thing. I don't know how to articulate things in the same way. But the more you practice, the more you get out there, the more you find your voice and your way of explaining things and, and, and your way of articulating your thoughts, your, your training, your coaching, your systems, your like whatever it is that you're doing, the easier it becomes and the less that noise matters. So what we want to do is is almost be like, I, I like to think of this like the, um, you know, the, the dog whistles that no one else can hear except the, like the humans can't hear it, only the dogs can hear it. Your message, your magic, your power, the enigma that is you will reach out not only from your mouth, but you've got all of the energetics that, that kind of like reach out and grab your audience and magnetize them into you. The people who aren't your people can barely even hear it, right? So this myth that the internet is too noisy for me to stand out is a myth. It is not true. You can still stand out, but you have got to commit to showing up, to speaking, to finding your voice, to sharing your message, to making sure that you're talking straight into the hearts and the souls and the minds of your people, because otherwise they are, you are right, they will not hear you. They will not see you. They will not know what it is that you do. Hey, Jeremy and Kim. You know, case in point, you know, Jeremy and Kim have got this really amazing way. Clients of mine, really long time. Um, they, they rewire children's brains for a living, right? And they also help children and parents with their mindset around, you know, it's like personal development for children. And it's fucking brilliant. I, I absolutely love it. And I cannot advocate for it enough. Are there other tutors, are there other people, or are there other service delivery people in this country that do shit like that? Meh, well, maybe, uh, but certainly not the same way that they do it. You know, not with the same heart, the same passion, the same history. You know, you've got people, I could I could um, decide to go and do something and, and, I don't know, sell staplers apart from others, you know, other people might sell staplers. But the way that I do it and the way that I advocate for it is going to be very different to the way that somebody else does, right? So I think this is the thing that we, we all get really, um, we all get really caught up in is that, well, you know, how am I going to stand out? Which is a valid question, but it's almost like, if you're if you're worrying about that, then you then you're kind of missing the point. You should be worrying about well, how am I going to get my voice out there? And the way that you get your voice out there is by opening your mouth and speaking. The way that you get out there is by showing up, putting up posts, knowing who you want to work with, knowing who your hot cold clients are, and and delivering what it is that you need to deliver. But you cannot 
get caught up in the fear that somebody else has gone and said the same thing as you. I remember uh, having this idea of doing a, um, it's like, right, I'm going to do a webinar training program. And I remember within the space of, oh shit, I don't know, maybe a day, Amy Porterfield came into my newsfeed and she's selling like this complete webinar, like how to do webinar trainings. I'm like, fuck, man, you know, that was my idea. That's not fair. You know, that the fact of the matter is, and, and then I decided not to do it because it knocked me off my little, you know, idea shelf for a little bit. And, you know, the thing now though, is that I might say the same, I might say something and I'll see something else that comes up that really echoes my sentiments or I'll see something I was talking to a client the other day about this really great post that I saw that, and I think I mentioned it in a blog, that we're all going through, we're all experiencing a trauma response, right? As, as part of COVID, we are all experiencing a trauma response. Some of us, are, and, and we're all reacting in different ways, right? Some of us are, are digging in, some of us are, are not, and whatever it is that you're doing, it's, you know, that that's your uh, divine right and your choice to be able to react to how that is. But when I read that, I thought, wow, this is the kind of thing that I've been talking about, but it's a bit more succinct. You know, that's really nice to know that I'm not alone. So, you know, instead of looking at things like uh, as competition, instead of looking at things like, um, you know, well, I can't talk about that or whatever, look at it more from you know, my, my people are my people and they're going to either, they, they, they're going to love me for how it is that, that I show up, which is what you're going to say to yourself. Okay. So that's really what I wanted to leave you with today. Um, I think the other things that you need to really be very, very clear on is, you know, just get out and share your stories as well. Be clear on the stories that you want to share. Think about either where you were five years ago and you know if you were your client what what are they going through what are they experiencing because it was a really great it was a really great exercise for me last night to sit back and go all right 5 years ago i was in the throes of changing my changing my business changing the business model i was looking at growing into the states um i joined a mastermind where that was filled with the most amazing humans some of whom i'm still friends with and but I still felt, I still had like five years into my business back then, right? So this is 2015. I still walked into that room feeling like a fraud, feeling like an imposter, feeling like everybody knew more than me. I remember uh, one one gentleman that I ended up becoming a client of actually, but I was quite confronted at the time. He turned around and said, so, you know, what's the transformation that you provide to your clients, Nicola? Except he said like Nicola. I'm like, Dude, that's not how you say my name. Um, how, what, what transformation do you provide for your people? And I was like, Ugh. and and I'd heard this question asked, and and we were actually sitting around a, a table, and he'd been asking other people, and I'm thinking, fuck, like, what's the transformation that I provide for people? I just help them learn how to do Facebook ads and funnels, and you know, stuff like that, and I'm making like doing crazy amounts of money a month. Like at that point in time, I think I was doing around 70, 75 grand a month. Um, teaching people how to do it, doing it for them. And, you know, just was really freaking like it was a really amazing time in my business. Uh, but it was killing my soul. And and it wasn't what I wanted to keep doing. And, and 
for me to be asked, you know, what's the transformation that you provide? I'm like, well, I just teach people shit. Uh, and they make a lot of money as a result of it. And, you know, it really confronted me. Everybody else seemed to have the answer. I'm like, how do you guys know the answer to this question? And it, it made me do some deep thinking, right? But it doesn't mean that just because I didn't have the answer straight away, it didn't mean that I didn't know what the answer was. It just took a little bit more thinking and processing because these other people that he was talking to had already had other conversations with him. And so they'd already had an understanding of how, of, you know, how to answer that. Does that make sense? You guys trust that this is making sense. So I remember feeling like a complete freak. Like I shouldn't be there, that, uh, that everybody else was doing way more than me and doing way better than me, uh, way more badasses than me. And here was this, you know, little blonde chick from the middle of fucking nowhere country, Australia, um, trying to make it in, in the big leagues. You know, that's kind of how I felt. And I didn't feel like I was a big league person. So I felt like a massive imposter. Obviously, I've done a lot of work on that. Um, and... and like, so to feel like that, to remember how that felt five years ago, and as I was writing this blog last night, it's like, wow, that that was a really transformational and pivotal moment in in my business because it really reminded me that that I don't just I did not and I and to this day I still don't do it. Like I don't want that to be the way that people come in. Like I don't want it to just be about something mechanical. It's not just about you know, this is how you go and create a Facebook ad. Obviously, that's part of what I will do because if you want to leverage your visibility, then it's important to know how to generate leads. But it's not that front-end way of being able to bring, bring people through. So feeling like an imposter, feeling like everybody knows more than you, feeling like everybody is out there online doing all of these things, feeling like everybody else knows what to say when they turn their camera on, is what I'm going to be saying going to be adding value? How do I know I'm even going to be listened to? What if my hot call clients don't even hear me? Like, what if they don't see me? How are they going to subscribe to me? You know, is, is this even worth it? All of those things, all of those doubts are really common, right? They're really normal. It's, it's a, you're, you're all, or many of you are transitioning into a different time and a different period in your lives and in your businesses at, at this moment. And all of that stuff is really normal, Right, it, it's but it's also really normal for you to find a way to to kind of like push through that resistance, not force it, but kind of push through that resistance and and find another way or find a way of you capturing the stuff for you, right? Capturing your 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 essence, capturing your information, capturing your IP, capturing your experience, your knowledge, your strengths and being able to use that to capture your audience, right? To talk to them, to talk into their hearts of those people that you really wanna work with and you really wanna help. And then all of that makes it so much easier for you to then stand up and go, you know what? There might be other experts in my industry, but that doesn't make me any less of an expert. So the thing for you today is like, yes, there might be many other people in your industry. Maybe there's a, a, a whole lineup of people who have been there a hell of a lot longer than you. But that doesn't mean that you can't also get out there and craft your space, but you've got to show up. You've got to stand up. You've got to be willing to be counted. You've got to be willing to get out there and do the work 
in order for your people to be able to see you. And you know, if you're not willing to do that, then you're then you're probably not going to make it online. To be blunt. And you probably will fade into the shadows and your audience probably won't see you. And then you are unlikely to be seen as an expert in your industry. There are no rules around how many experts there can be in an industry, right? It is not a finite number. You can still be an expert. You can still be a player in your industry. You can still be somebody who is a leader. You don't have to be the ultimate leader in your industry to be valid, to be important, to be seen and to be heard, right? The important thing to remember is that you know more than what your hot cold clients, who you're not working with yet, you know more than what they know. You know that you can help them move forward and that is the thing that's really important and that's what makes you an expert in their eyes, right? And, and in your marketing and things like that. So that is my little sermon for today, my friends. I have got all access open still. It is still open for the $99 a month. If you want to learn how to you know, make all of this stuff happen, then Queen of the Motherfucking Internet is probably a really great course for you to start with when you come in to the all access pass. Now, Queen of the Motherfucking Internet is exactly as it sounds. It's all about you going, right, I'm going to freaking own this, my friends. I'm going to step out. I'm going to own it. I am going to be seen. I'm going to be visible. I'm going to do all of the work that is necessary to be able to make this stuff happen. So when you jump in on All Access, it is free in there for you or part of the package in there for you. There's 20 other courses in there that you can that you can work through as well. If you've got any questions about anything, make sure you let me know. But otherwise, check this shit out. This is what you need to do. Get out there, go help some people, have a hell of a lot of fun doing it, and remember the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I'm so excited about this book, it's ridiculous. And if you need to be invisible live, let me know about that too. Happening in a month. All right, I love you, I will talk to you tomorrow. Get out there, go help some people, and have a whole ton of fun doing it. All right, see ya!